Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to all my beautiful women. Ooh, I see some new faces. Hey, Lady Brown. I uh, welcome, welcome to the All That I Am podcast. I am Lady Vivian Jacobs, and I am your podcast host. This is season two, episode number three tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight is entitled The Intentional Woman. My purpose won't let me quit. We have so much in store for you on tonight. I am so excited and I just cannot hide it. And so if you haven't already, please, ladies, please go to the various outlets uh, that we are on and download any previous podcasts that you may have missed. If you know somebody was not able to get on this podcast, you can share the link with them so that they can uh, catch up and make sure that they are staying abreast of uh, what we have been discussing uh, in the All That I Am podcast. And so, of course, most of you know we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we are on iHeartRadio. And so I am excited about all of that. You all know how we do. Get your blanket. I was telling uh, everybody earlier when we first got on, I already got started early with my blanket. It's a little cold in the room that I am in right now. Get your coffee, get your tea. I want you to get comfortable, get your notebook and your pen. I want you to take notes so that this is not just a moment, but you can go back to what you wrote down. You can go back to that experience so you can apply it to your day-to-day life because my desire is that you leave here changed, that you leave here improved, empowered, inspired, transformed. And so uh, sometimes we need a reminder. And so I want you to take notes so you can go back and remind yourself of what was said on tonight because it is going to be amazing on tonight. And so we will be skipping our Let's Just Be Honest segment on today and we will be jumping right into the segment, She Did That. She Did That is the segment where we take some time and we recognize a woman for her accomplishments, for a job well done, just to let her know that we see her, uh, to applaud a woman in a world where there is so much competition, there is so much jealousy, there is so much non-support. And so we want to dedicate this time uh, for this podcast just to uplift women. And so tonight, we're not going to recognize anyone in particular our normal way as we do. But tonight, I want to pay honor and respect to the late Cicely Tyson Tyson in her passing, excuse me. She was an African-American actress and a fashion model. And one of the things I loved about her is that she vowed to only accept roles that portrayed Black women in a positive light. She took a stance and I applaud her for that. She was a phenomenal woman. She was a phenomenal woman. And when asked, I didn't know this until I uh, researched, But when asked if she ever had plans to retire, her response was, and do what? Retire and do what? The reason I have been in this universe as long as I have is because he's not ready for me. When I've completed my job, he'll take me away. How many of us have that testimony? I'm going to repeat that. He's not done with me yet. Speaking of the Lord. When I've completed my job, he'll take me away. That's profound. 
That is profound. I really want you to think about that because we can kind of get into the habit of living life as usual and doing things aimlessly with no aim, with no intention. And that's why the Lord put it on my heart to do a series about the intentional woman. You've got to be intentional about the things in your life. You've got to be intentional about your growth. You've got to be intentional about fulfilling and walking in your purpose. And that is what this podcast today is about. And so let's just give her a round of applause in the comment section. Let's celebrate the awesome woman that she was and the legacy and the footprints that she left behind for us today. All right. So that is a perfect segue to our podcast topic. Our topic on today, as many of you know, we are going to be talking about purpose. The intentional woman walking in purpose. My purpose won't let me quit. And so I ask you the question today. What is purpose? What is purpose? What is purpose? What were you created for? And we're going to take our time tonight because we want to make sure that you get it. What were you created for? When you leave this earth, will you have fulfilled your purpose? And so I want to take this time out now to introduce our special guest because she is so befitting for this subject at hand. I want to take this time to introduce her. I'm going to read a little bit of her bio. I have Mrs. Asia Kareen with us on tonight. She is a personal brand strategist. She is a coach. She is a speaker. She helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs build brand authority to position them as the undeniable choice. Asia Kareen is the creator of Purpose Potential Podcast, a series that explores the realities of walking out your God-given purpose, as well as practical and biblical insights to help you live life in authenticity and alignment. And so let's take a moment to put our hands together and welcome Mrs. Asia Kareen. We are so excited to have you, Asia. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Lady Jacobs, thank you for having me. Hi, ladies. So glad to be with you all tonight. Thank you so much for the welcome. Well, I want to say this um, because most of you may not know this, but uh, Mrs. Asia Kareen is part of the reason why I was able to put verbiage and words to the vision that God had given me and actually executed the way that I am executing it now. She is a humble woman. She is definitely an expert. I'm talking about an expert in what she does. And I believe that she is so befitting for this topic on tonight because you can tell that she was born to do what she's doing. She was born to do 
what she's doing. She is a woman that is walking in proper alignment with the purpose that God has for her life. So I'm honored that she is here on tonight. Uh, and, and I know that she is going to bless us uh, in a special way. So y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. We're going to jump right into uh, our conversation, our topic. Um, and so as I asked you earlier before, I uh, asked what, what comes to your mind when you think of purpose? Uh, what I have here is purpose is the reason something was created or exists. Our purpose is always connected to something bigger than us. It's always, always connected to something bigger than us. So many people are searching and confused about their purpose, confused about their why, right? I was once in that place, confused about my God-given purpose and assignment. It's called the, the, the period of discovery where we're trying to discover what our purpose actually is, right? And so your purpose reveals to you who you are and why you are. That's part of what your purpose reveals, who you are, what you are, and why you are, why you exist. And when you know your purpose, it motivates you. It makes life worthwhile. There is something about a woman that is worth walking in her God-given purpose, her God-given assignment. Purpose is why we exist the reason we were created. I'm gonna go ahead and let uh, Asia jump in in a minute, but I wanna give you all this quote that was so profound to me uh, made by Oprah Winfrey. She said these words, when your life is on course with its purpose, you are your most powerful self. You are your most powerful self when your life is in proper alignment with the purpose that God has for you. And so Asia, how would you explain purpose uh, in your words, if, if it's something other than what I said, or maybe in a better way uh, where our audience uh, can understand it, how would you explain that? And then after you explain that, I want you to tell us about your journey uh, in discovering your purpose. How did you know that's what you were born to do? Yeah, well, I mean, Lady Jacobs, you are spot on. You know, you're always a tough act to follow. Um, purpose, the reason for our existence, absolutely. God-given purpose. Um, when I think of, you know, the body of Christ, you know, and Christ is the head, we all play a role. We all play a part. We all have a function um, in this earth. That function speaks to our purpose. The gifts that God has given us, um, those speak to our purpose. And um, not to jump ahead, but uh, to, the, to the point of the Oprah quote that you mentioned when it says, you know, you are at your best um, when you're operating in your purpose it's because everything that God gave you caters to that um, you know we pursue purpose every season we'll have a different assignment and you know it's all about the journey of purpose on the way to destiny but it is the reason for our existence it's the way that we create impact um, it's the way we accomplish the work of God and we um, play our position ultimately to accomplish his greater work and we do it for his glory um, 
as it relates to my journey to discovering purpose, well, I am professionally a personal brand strategist. I'm an entrepreneur. I do believe that I was called to entrepreneurship. I have a friend, Taisha Beasley, and she says entrepreneurship is a calling. And I really, really believe that because I feel like if I was really doing any other thing, I would not be able to touch the different people that God would have me to touch and help them to advance in their lives. And I believe my purpose to be helping God's kingdom ambassadors to maximize their impact. I'm, um, as a brand strategist, I consider myself the woman behind the brands, helping you know his visionary leaders to shape how they are going to present themselves in the earth um, and not only figure out how they're gonna language themselves, but also how they're gonna structure themselves so that they can really live their purpose. Um, I feel like a lot of Christians, um, people of God are at a um, kind of war between I have to do this to support myself and to make a living, but this is what God told me to do, but I have to do this to make a living. And so our purpose only gets part of us and we work our job because we spend the most time, you know, in our life really at work, truthfully. And then we do our purpose part-time. But I believe what God has graced me to do is to strategically help his kingdom ambassadors to bring synergy to their purpose and profession so that not only can they live their purpose and they can live full out and full expression, but also so that they can monetize um, what God has given them. And when you are really focusing on the gift and monetizing the gift, monetizing the purpose, um, you're going to be able to command a premium dollar because you are absolutely excellent at that thing. It is because it caters to your gifts cater to the reason why you exist. You are best in class. You are top of the line. You are the go-to. And so um, our journey is to get in alignment. Um, you know, we can be pursuing purpose without being fully aligned. Um, alignment is, is a journey. Um, I have, um, I had this thought um, that the Holy Spirit brought to me one day about, you know, if any of you guys live in Chicago, <laughs> Chicago is, you know, like a grid, right? And so if we are centered right here, um, you know, I'm a Southsider, so 87th and State, um, that's where I grew up around that area. Um, but if this is where our success is, but we're somewhere all the way on the North side, you know, we may experience some degree of success, but not the full on impact of success that we would if we were closer to the place where we are supposed to be um, aligned and where our blessings are. Um, even if you think about a, a better example will probably be a hurricane. You know, when hurricanes come and they'll say it touched down and it was a category five in the Bahamas, but you know, the Floridas and Florida and the Carolinas, it was category three, category two. So in that way, you know, we can still have some impact when we're not quite spot on in the place of alignment, but it's going to be its strongest when we are there. So every day we are operating um, in our purpose, you know, following our last best instruction um, that God has given us so that we can get closer and closer aligned to what he would have us to do. And uh, as it relates to me, um, I remember distinctly a, a time in 2012 and um, I had just graduated college. I actually went to school for fashion, fashion business, and my pursuits were to be a fashion stylist the next June Ambrose. And so um, I had to share that because 
it'll show how random the directive that God gave me um, because it was nowhere on my radar. In 2012, he told me content strategist. I literally heard those two words and it meant nothing to me. <laughs> I was trying to be a fashion stylist was working baby's first retail job and like content strategist. I didn't even know anything about branding at that point until about a year later. And so as I just pursued um, just what was in front of me at that moment, which was fashion, um, fashion wardrobe styling turned into image consulting, which was a degree of branding. But again, I didn't have the language for it yet. And then one day, I believe it was 2013, 2014, I was at a speaking engagement and one of the other speakers was um, chatting with me and he just felt like I could help him. And it was one of those say yes and figure it out later moments. <laughs> and so I talked to him, I put together a very modest package for him and I was calling it image branding. Because at this point, I knew that image had something to do with shaping perception and how people perceive you. And it was more than just making somebody look cute. But mm -hmm. I hadn't had the revelation, um, you know, of like even now what I do, which is that it's messaging, it's imagery, it's all these different touch points that go into shaping a brand. So um, I started working with him and really it was one client that referred me to another client and opened up another opportunity, another opportunity, which is what led me to this point today, which which is um, seven years later, where I now am full time as a personal brand strategist. But it was really a journey. It was operating in obedience and following the unction of God, even when I didn't see the full picture and allowing it to clarify um, to me as I went along. And just to provide a little bit of context, because I mentioned content strategists, and some of you may be like, what does that have to do with personal branding? Well, you cannot build an expert personal brand without content. Um, content messaging is the foundation of anything brand related because images um, are content. I mean, images, um, yeah, images are content, um, words are content, all of these things are different touch points that people encounter to really understand who you are. And when they have enough encounters with you, they decide who you are and that's the image that lives in their minds, that's your brand. And the problem is that sometimes people don't have the right image of us and that prevents us from getting the yes when we're in front of those decision makers and we're seeking to advance to the next level. So um, that's what content has to do um, with personal branding. And really in my role, I help people to craft their conversation so that they can position themselves as the undeniable choice. That's amazing. That, that that's amazing you you said a lot of a lot of helpful uh things and I want to kind of go back to the uh alignment piece um because a lot of times you can find just thinking of alignment let's uh go along with clarity and so sometimes like you said we may not uh, be properly aligned we may be functioning uh, somewhat in our purpose but not properly aligned the way that we need to be um, and and when you're not clear about your purpose and you're not in proper alignment I think that sometimes uh, one of the things that can happen is that you you can lack effectiveness in that area. If you're not clear and you're not hitting the target head on because, you know, maybe maybe you're not doing it uh, 
job the way that it should be done or you're you're just not clear altogether. You know that it's supposed to be something like this in this arena, but you're just not 100% clear or sure, you know, how to effectively uh, walk that out. Um, and, and I love quotes. Um, and so I have something from uh, Stephen Covey, it, and, and it, it makes a, a lot of sense. It says that if the ladder is not leaning against the right wall, every step we take just gets us closer to the wrong place faster. And so that really speaks to, uh, to me, alignment, like really aligning, you know, your purpose up or yourself up. Uh, with the purpose that God has for you, you know, and one of the things that I found is if you're not clear on your purpose, you know, you, you're more apt to not setting the right goals, you know, you're setting goals that that have nothing to do with it, or uh, just not clear with the goals altogether, uh, and not taking the right and meaningful steps to create that meaningful life, you know, that is meant for us to uh, to have. And so when we're clear on our purpose and when we're properly aligned uh, with our purpose, it's easier to categorize what's important versus what's not important. It's easier to categorize those things. Uh, and, and it makes it easier for you to sometimes see the bigger picture. It's easier for us to stay in our lane and hit the target, even as I said, which to me speaks to effectiveness, because mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything if I'm not going to be effective in it, if it's not going to make a difference, you know, uh, and so uh, how important or how would you help someone that is lacking clarity in, in what their purpose actually is? Mm-hmm. That's really, really good, Lady Jacobs. I believe that we are never without a God instruction. Um, I don't think that you can discover your purpose without being mobilized. So I'll say that um, sometimes we want to, you know, have all the clarity and all the everything, and we don't want to do anything until we're sure if it's the right move. We're never to make. gonna have it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It like really doesn't work that way. You discover probably um, what it's not before you discover what it is, and so you That's have good. to be That's mobilized. Good. That was my experience, um, at least. But um, Lady Jacobs, I'm sorry. Repeat your question one more time. If someone doesn't have the clarity as it relates yeah. to their purpose, how Got would it. you know uh, help them to get that clarity? Or if someone doesn't know what their purpose is, how mm -hmm. would you uh, encourage that per person or what would you tell them to help discover their purpose? Yes. Um, so the first thing um, that I would say is, what do you know that you know about yeah. what you should be doing? And I, I say it twice for emphasis because um, to the point that we're never without a God instruction, um, sometimes we're looking for instruction two and we haven't done instruction one. So what do we know that we know and go back to the foundation, whereas you may have got off track and, you know, as you mentioned, climb that ladder toward the wrong wall. Um, the other thing I would do is like take inventory. Um, what are your natural giftings? The things that you are just really, really great at that nobody taught you how to do. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't cultivate or, you know, refine these gifts in time. But if you just 
applied that gift today, you're going to be exceptional at it just because God gave it to you. Um, so interestingly enough, you know, writing is a God-given talent for me. I remember being in fashion school and my teachers asking me if I was an English major before I um, came there to school. And I was like, no, I wasn't. And so when I think about the idea that God told me to be a content strategist, right, it is founded on the God-given gift of writing of messaging something that I didn't, you know, necessarily go to school for, but something that he already gave me to cater to the purpose. So what are your giftings? Um, I would say, what are your passions too? Like really, what are the things that just move you? Um, you know, everything doesn't move us. Every, every, you know, cause doesn't move us, you know, activities, everything just does not affect us. What are the things that, you know, are personal to you, even as it relates to, you know, the causes that really tug on your heart that you feel personally pulled to, um, you want to take inventory of that. So, you know, take an inventory of your instructions. What do you know that you know, your gifts, your passions, um, you know, the things that pull on your heart, your heart tug. I also would challenge you to explore sometimes in your life where you were most impactful, most impactful, and to document those experiences where you felt most impactful, but also experiences where people told you that you were impactful. Um, a lot of uh, the confidence that comes with pursuing purpose comes through affirmation from the people that you impact. So, you know, sometimes you are just showing up in your grace and it's not that big deal to you, but it has really made an impression on that person that, you know, you encountered and that was exposed to that side of you. And so pay attention to what they're saying about you. Um, and then if you take all of these things and kind of put them together, it'll start to tell you a story. It'll start to tell you a story that points itself um, to purpose. And um, I heard something very interesting um, and I have been kind of, uh, you know, meditating on it on it for a while. Um, and basically it was saying that, that purpose is not a destination. Purpose is where you are right now. Purpose is where you are right now. And that, that was very like interesting that. to me because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm trying to get to purpose, but you may be in purpose trying to get to destiny rather. You know, just because I'm not at my final destination today doesn't mean that I'm not purposeful in what I'm doing today. It's yeah. just steps and it's levels. And so, you know, take inventory of where you are, pay attention to your heart tugs, really pay attention to where that impact is. Because I think a key indicator of you operating in purpose is, as Lady Jacobs said, effectiveness, but also impact. You have exponential impact in your purpose. And it's, it's, it's going to produce for you more than anything else produces. That's good. I, I really like that. Uh, purpose is not necessarily a destination. It's where you are right now. I really like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. Um, I mean, that it's, it's very true though, because um, it, it very well uh, makes sense. And, and I can think, you know, even as you were talking, uh, how, you know, we can be working in purpose, you know, and we're waiting on all of these things and we're working in purpose now and don't even know it. 
don't even realize it, you know, a and part of the and bigger what, picture, a part of the bigger picture and not even realizing it because we're looking for something different. Mm-hmm. We're looking, you know, for something else. And, and God is saying the whole time that you're, you're actually working in purpose, but you're not, you don't recognize it to be that because it's not what it looks like for somebody else you know yeah and it's not all rainbows I think you you just hit on something you know really well if we think about you know even like the Joseph story he was in purpose you know in jail he was in purpose when he was getting sold off he was in purpose he was in transit but it was purposeful because he had to be in that place at that time to even be discovered um to get to the assignment he had to be prepared he had to be groomed he had to be sharpened um I am very comforted by the fact that everything that God does is for our development. That yeah. makes me feel better when I'm going yeah. through something that I hate. Yeah. You know, because should we only expect the blessings from God and not expect the challenges, but it's the challenges that force us to grow. It's the challenges that expose who we are and, you know, expose our heart posture and and just help us to ultimately get in the right place for the elevation that we're all seeking that we assign to purpose. But purpose was the whole the whole thing the whole time. That's good. That's good. Everything, everything we go through, everything we experience, it, it has a purpose behind it. Um, and when we look at it that way, sometimes it helps us to go through things a little bit easier because mm-hmm. we know, or sometimes we have to remind ourselves that it's all working together for our good and, and, and it's helping with the bigger picture. And, and even as you said that it, I'm thinking about uh, prophet Isaiah, and even though we know him to be uh, the, the eagle-eyed prophet, right? Well, he was a priest first. He was a priest first. You know, and and in the year that King Uzziah died, that's when he received the revelation, you know, that he was called to be this major prophet. He said, I saw the Lord seated high and his train filled the temple, you know, and he didn't see it until King Uzziah died, you know, but, but he was in purpose even while he was a priest, he was still functioning in purpose, you know, but it was a part of, the training ground, right? It was the training ground as he was the priest, you know, for him to become the prophet, you know, that we know of him to be. And so a lot of times we're looking, you know, at things and we're wondering why we're going through things or why we haven't made it to this point yet, you know, in our destiny, but where you are now, don't take it for not it's your, for not, it's your training ground. What you're going through, it's your training. It's preparing you. It's your process for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. It's your process, you know? And I think about even, even Jesus, uh, just, just thinking about Jesus's ministry, right? 12 years old in the temple growing, you know, into the 30 year old Messiah, laid down his life for us at the age of 33. He was always about his father's business, but he didn't really fulfill his actual purpose until the age of 33. And his actual ministry didn't start until the age of 30. You get what I'm saying? So it, it didn't even last that long, but he was still fulfilling purpose all along the way. All along the way, he was still fulfilling purpose, even yeah. in that. 
And so I want to encourage somebody on that that's on on tonight that you may feel like you're not where you need to be, but nothing just happens. Like I, I'm not a believer that anything happens and it's in vain, right? Mm-hmm. There is purpose behind what you're going through. There is purpose behind uh, the training ground that you're on right now. Look at it as that. Look at it as a training ground. This is training me for a greater purpose or for my next or for my destiny. You know, and we kind of use those terms interchangeably, you know, but I think there is a difference. You know, when you actually look up those terms, I don't really have it right now, but I know it's the difference with those terms. Um, but but it, it, it definitely uh, is uh, a training ground. So think of it that way with what you're going through. You may not have arrived as you feel like you should or you want to, but where you are now, there is purpose in where you are now. So maximize, maximize on where you are now right? Learn the lessons with where you are. Become better with where you are now. Use it to grow. Yeah. I just want to add to that really quick, um, Lady Jacobs. I I think of destiny as your expected end. So destiny is like the destination. Purpose is the journey. And then on, on the journey of purpose, we have assignments, which are benchmarks for us. And so each assignment, um, I, I like to say that your, your purpose is that constant, like the, the directive is the constant, like you, you know that this is the aim, but the, the assignment and the execution, think of like an obstacle course, right? Like, yeah, you know, good. that you're going to the end, but you got to go to the tires and you got to crawl <laughs> and um, each assignment can be a different platform. Um, you know, if you're thinking about the obstacle course, you're thinking of, you know, okay, I'm doing the rock climbing or I'm doing the tires. I could be a consultant in this season. In the next season, I could be a speaker. In the next season, I could be a writer. So I'm changing platforms still to accomplish the same purpose on the journey to the expected end. That's good. That's I love it. And one of the things, uh, even as I was uh, preparing for this, one of the things uh, that the Lord ministered to me about um, is, is a lot of times we, we can't hear because God wants to speak to us about our future. He wants to speak to us about our purpose, about our destiny. But sometimes we need to quiet the chatter. We, we have too much going on around us, right? Too much noise going on around us. And and sometimes we have to put ourselves in a place where we disconnect from certain things and certain people. That's the hard part, right? Disconnecting from certain things and certain people that we like to be with so that we can hear God for ourselves so that he can speak to us about our future. He wants to speak to you, but, but is your environment conducive? to you hearing him. And so sometimes we have to clear the chatter so that we can hear God. And, and this leads me to my next uh, talking point, uh, just really talking about having like-minded people around you. You have to be connected with like-minded people if you want to go somewhere, if you want to reach your destiny, I'm saying without stagnation, uh, without extra weights, 
you know, that you don't need. You need to take inventory, as Asia already said, and you have to make sure you have the right people around you. Who is in your tribe? Who's in your tribe? And so how important are the people you're connected to, to fulfilling your purpose? Whew, it is literally um, <laughs> everything. Um, in some of the hardest seasons of my life, it was the voices that I was listening to that was either helping me to go in the right direction or not. Um, I believe there's a proverb that says uh, something to the tune of purpose is established by counsel. Like literally you have to pay attention to the voices that you are listening to in your life because it's directional. Um, if you do not have like-minded people and like-minded, I'm going to just say, you know, people of godly perspective, you know, that are going to give you biblically, you know, sound advice. Um, they can counsel you to do good things and not just God things. You need people in your life that have discernment, um, people in your life that, that will correct you when you need to be corrected. Um, people that are literally God connections and that know how to restore you and push you on when you are getting weak. Um, and there's an expected end for you that you have not yet accomplished. So, um, I would say, I would say it's everything, um, to have like-minded people around you. And, you know, I truly believe just in the practical sense, when they say like, kind of, you're the average of the people that you spend the most time with. Sometimes you can feel real comfortable, real complacent until you change your environment, change your connections, change the conversations that you in. And that's often the spark that you need to then start, you know, moving and putting a little bit of pep in your step, whereas you were still riding off of yesterday's successes. So, um, I would say like-minded connections are everything. And I think that, you know, you have to be very just prayerful and again, discerning about who you're entertaining because the enemy can, can plant people, you know, in, in your camp to try to distract you, to try to derail you, to delay you. I mean, he can't stop you, but, you know, to throw a wrench in the plans and, you know, just as God blesses us through people, um, I believe that sometimes there can be people that are, you know, set up as traps and distractions as well. Yeah, that's so good. And and <laughs> it's so funny that you say uh, change your conversations because many of us <laughs> need to change our conversations. You You need to change what you're saying. And not only do we need to change our conversations, but sometimes we, we need to change who we're having our conversations with, because I'm, I'm, I'm like you, uh, you're, you fulfilling your God-given uh, purpose and destiny. And, and, and yes, I agree. Uh, the enemy can't stop you, but there can be a monkey wrench thrown into the, the plan, right? And so you have to make sure uh, that you have the right people connected to you and, and, and you have the right people that want to see you win. Everybody can't go with you to your next level. Everybody that's connected to you now, they probably can't handle, handle you 
on your next level. You know, some people are okay with you being on the same level as them, but as soon as you pass them up, it's an issue. It's a problem. And so you have to be able to discern that. Um, and, and you can't hold on to things for the sake of people's feelings. And, and all along, you're suffering. You're suffering. And, and, and it's a hindrance to you. Um, and so we, we have to take inventory uh, with who we, who we have in our lives. And, and I'm going to tell you, one of the things that God ministered to me, and it was confirmed through so many people, is this next season is going to be invite only. <laughs> I, I, I'm inviting you. It, 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 everybody doesn't, everybody is, shouldn't have access to you the way that they have access to you, period, point blank. And so <laughs> invite only, yes. Yeah. <laughs> invite only. I mean, did, did I invite you to be here? Then, then you don't need to be here. Because destiny is calling, uh, purpose is calling, and you cannot take uh, everybody uh, with you uh, because the truth of the matter is everybody is not happy for you. They're just not. Um, so, yeah, take inventory. I'm not saying cut everybody off. No, there are some good people that should be there, you know, um, but, but you have to make sure that you uh, take inventory and you discern. You discern. Yeah. And we need to pray more. We need to pray more because and spend time in the presence of the Lord because he will reveal some things to you. But you'll never know if you don't take that time out to spend with I am a living witness. He will reveal things to you. He will show you things. Some of the things you do not want to see. Some of the people you may not want to disconnect from. But I mean, you, 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 you have to make sure that you are looking at those things uh, because it, it could definitely be a hindrance uh, uh, to where you're going or where you're trying to go. And so what, what do you think is one of the main reasons uh, as we're wrapping up, we have about another 10 minutes um, because I wanna be respectful of everybody's time. Uh, but what are one of the main reasons you think that uh, people don't fulfill their purpose or they don't function in their purpose effectively? What would you say, like, just maybe thinking even about yourself, what was one of the main things that, that kind of hindered you or um, slowed you down or what, what would you say that was? Yeah, it, it's nothing to hold on to. Yeah. Like literally it's like launching um out into the deep I so to the point of like you know training ground like I feel like my life is nothing but a series of training grounds you know how some people they go and they you know study in the classroom no God be like here's they want to work there you go like I'd be like is there a manual is there a is there is there anything is there is there one and there is nothing um but that's the pattern that I've noticed in my life I believe that we all should just kind of be reflective on the patterns God yeah. puts me straight in with the wolves but it's why I'm you know, well, thank you. And amen. Um, but it, it do not be feeling nice um, when, when I'm out there, but it forces me to, to straighten up. But I believe just that idea of, of the unknown, um, you know, is one of the reasons where I would have any hesitation, even now, even in this season, I'm, I'm paying attention to areas in which I am self-sabotaging a bit. 
I realized that some of the bigger things that I should be focused on, I will be dragging my feet and making them out to be a big deal. And I stay doing all the small stuff, all the little stuff, all the common stuff that is not going to get me over the hump. It's a bit of intimidation, you know, about, you know, that next and, and what is, you know, you kind of feel like you're supposed to be there, but you just don't know. Um, and so, yeah, I think it really does force us to, at, at every transition, I think we always need to just be deepening our, our walk with God. Um, I've had to confront my identity a lot um, in order to progress into these next levels. Um, God, help me to see myself how you see me so I can even feel worthy to pursue what you're showing me. Um, you know, that identity, that, that intimidation, um, you know, you guys said comfort zones, you said fear, um, just like it being the unknown area. Um, it, it's just, it's just a lot. There is no such thing. I believe as business as usual, um, when you're pursuing purpose, like there is no blueprint that you're following. You are the blueprint, you are the standard. And so, you know, if you're not ready to commit to what that looks like to walk by perception and not walk by what you visibly see you you might stick behind but what we all know and understand at this point is that you can't get around doing it so all you're doing is delaying the timeline so that's why you need those like-minded people to go ahead and be like okay <laughs> push you on through so those are some of the things that I have dealt with and am personally um dealing with and you know Purpose, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the journey is levels, it's levels. So, you know, yeah, in present day, it doesn't matter how, you know, far along somebody seems, they're still not at their end destination. They're not at their end game. Everybody is just different things that you're dealing with, um, you know, at every, at every turn. And so, but you're getting stronger, you're getting more resilient and, and deepening your relationship with God, you will get that, that oomph that you need to get over that hump. That's good. Yeah, we, you know, God has a way. He definitely has a way when we are trying to get away uh, from from what we know he's calling us to do. Uh, I've, I've been there uh, <laughs> where we are trying to get away uh, and have not given him uh, the full yes for whatever reason, even as some people may have said fear, um, procrastination. Uh, and, and one of my things that I actually took from one of my uh, sisters in Christ is, is to do it scared. Mm -hmm. Even if you, even if you have fear, still do it, do it scared. And, and that's when the Lord can really jump in and take over because even in our weakness, he's made strong. Even in our fear, he can stand up in us and he can help us and see us through. Um, but God definitely has a way of, of interrupting us, right? Uh, interrupting our flow of things when we're trying to go another way. I think about uh, the story of Jonah. I think about Jonah. Uh, and it really just goes to show how our purpose is greater than our desires. The word of the Lord came to Jonah. It came to him and told him to go. Go to the city of Nineveh and preach against wickedness, right? 
most of us are familiar with that story. Uh, if you're not, once we get off, you can go and read it, but I'll give you like a little drop, drop, uh, a little backdrop of it. And so he received the word of the Lord to go, but Jonah ran the opposite way of the way that God was telling him to go. He got on a ship <laughs> because he, he didn't want to go for various reasons. Most of them were selfish reasons. He didn't want to go. And so he got on a ship. And as we know, a great wind, a great storm came. Long story short, they found out that the reason the storm came was because he was not obeying God and they threw him overboard, <laughs> right? And he was swallowed up by a fish. And Jonah prayed while he was in the belly of the fish. Prayed to God, you know, and, and eventually he was able to be vomited out by the fish. And then God gave him another chance and said, go. Go now. <laughs> will, will you? Sometimes God has a way of interrupting our life and shaking things up when we don't go as he tells us to go, you know, and, and we'll give him a little yes, right? Like, Lord, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of what you said do. And he's saying, no, that there's more, that this is not all that I'm telling you to do. And so I'm gonna interrupt some things and, and you're not gonna have the peace that you need because you're not being obedient, you know? And, and God is saying, go. <laughs> do this. And, but God, I don't have it all together. I, I don't know. I don't have all the clarity. I don't have the money. I, I don't have the confidence. I don't have the support. I don't have this. I don't go, go. Mm -hmm. I'll provide all of that. Everything you need to fulfill your purpose and your destiny, you already have it. Yeah. It's already on the inside of you. You already have everything that you need and so even with Jonah his purpose wouldn't let him quit <laughs> he tried to quit he tried to walk away but but even in that God had to shake things up can you tell us about a moment or a time where how your purpose wouldn't let you quit <laughs> Ooh, a moment in time when my purpose wouldn't let me quit my God um, you know, one of the most challenging seasons that I had in my life was related to my marriage. Very, very challenging season. And, you know, it's always the great setup. I had um, talked a little bit about this on social media of the day, the fact that um, I started a broadcast on Periscope in 2015 called Maximize Mondays. Well, in the middle of this commitment that I had to God, right? Because you you showing up for people, but it's really a commitment that you have to God because God told you to do it. And one thing that I feel like we don't we don't realize is that like God didn't say do what I told you if everything is going well and take a break when you're going through. You know, and I think sometimes we we be we be like real confused, like, oh, I'm just gonna take a vacation in the season because I'm going through. No, I was literally had seasons of like severe depression, like, and would pick myself up and hear the word of the Lord and get up and show up for this broadcast. And um I, I could not do it because I knew God told me to do it. It was more than me just getting up to want to be seen. It was 
God said, do this. He was sharpening my hearing. I would never get on this platform without hearing the directive that he wanted for that day. It wasn't like I'm batching content or planning content. It was literally, you wake up, okay, journal for an hour, write down, get up, deliver this, move on to the next week. So experienced a lot of, you know, people telling me, oh, this is an on-time word and whatever. And I just knew it was because it was God, what God told me to do. And within that two and a half year span, you know, only missed two weeks, two weeks in a two and a half year span. But I had the harshest times of my life during that time, you know, like you listening to Cindy Trim's Atomic Prayer at two, three in the morning type of rough times in your life, you know? <laughs> and, and so, you know, I just, I couldn't stop though. And, you know, I feel like I, God approved me and I, I graduated from that season. And on the other side of it, I came out number one with the sharpened hearing. hearing. Um, I came out understanding how faith in my business merged. Um, I came out with a greater degree of influence, but all because I stood the course um, and did not quit um, on what God told me to do, even when things got very rough. And so I just want to encourage somebody that feels like I'm going through too much in my life to do what God told me to do. Well, then you're letting the enemy win. Because again, that's his job to delay, to distract, yeah. to put wrenches in your plans. Um, you have to develop that grit and you have to, you know, sharpen yourself and become mentally tough and spiritually tough. I learned how to properly pray during that season. Um, one of my spiritual mentors, Dr. Tiffany Jordan, and I'm, I'm born and raised in the church and literally, you know, in my mid twenties, learning how to pray effectively, you know, but that season forced me into that. It forced me into deepening my relationship. It forced me into, you know, learning how to pray and, and the, the stuff and the substance that was coming out of me during that time was so on point Yeah, because I was desperate for God. And so even in the midst of, you know, some of the hardest times you can produce your best stuff. And that's why, you know, the things that God allows you to go through, keyword allows, yeah. um, you know, it is really all for your good. Yeah, that's so true. It, it really is. And, and, and while we're going through it, <laughs> a lot of times we, well, most of the times we may not see uh, or understand how it really is working together for our good. Um, but it, it, it really is. And when we think of it in that way, uh, if we can, <laughs> sometimes we don't really see it. You know, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Sometimes we don't see it until we get out um, or till we get past that point. But it's really a part of our making. It's really a part of our shaping and our molding. I, I can just remember for me, some of the roughest seasons in my life is like you said, when I really, really understood the importance of prayer and the importance of having a relationship with God for myself. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, some of the things that you go through and even as it relates uh, to purpose and not giving up on your purpose just because you're in a bad season or you're in a rut or you're not feeling it, you know, uh, even going through that, just really developing that relationship with God. And, and it wasn't until I was sitting in a service 
And it wasn't anything like specifically directed to me or like a some sort of, you know, prophetic word to me. It was a general word, but it like hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I believe it was my husband preaching. It was. And he said, when you don't move toward your purpose, somebody is dying. Mm. Somebody is lost when you don't move toward your purpose, when you don't accept it, you know, and, and, and not just thinking about spiritual, but think about even in the marketplace, somebody is lacking something because what you have is what they need. But we don't always look at it like that. What you have is what somebody needs, what God has given you. And so the longer you delay, you know, walking and embracing and accepting what your purpose is and really moving in it the best way you know how, um, because we're not going to always get it right all the time. You know, we're not going to, even as we said, have everything we think we should have in order to do it. Do what you can do with what you have and watch the Lord move through you. Who is dying? Who is lacking and missing out because you're not fulfilling your purpose because you haven't accepted it? And God began to minister to me even in that moment that he needs an irreversible yes. Not a yes where it's yes today and tomorrow it's if I feel like it, you know, because we we are emotional beings and we can be fickle sometimes. You know, I feel like it today and tomorrow I may not, you know, but God told me in that moment, I need an irreversible yes. I need a commitment from you. And there was just a level of surrender. And, and also I can remember separation from, from things and certain people that I had to do uh, in that season. And, and, and I just kept hearing purpose is calling, destiny is calling. And so I say that to each of you uh, on this uh, Zoom on tonight, purpose is calling, destiny is calling, and, and, and God needs you to uh, give him a, an irreversible yes. A complete yes. And so any lasting words before we uh, end our podcast uh, that you would like to share uh, with everyone as it relates to uh, purpose? I really, Before you do that, I really like, I listened to your one podcast where you talked about um, getting God giving us like in a performance evaluation and will you get a pink slip? I really like that. <laughs> you don't have to use that as your lasting word, but y'all go listen to her podcast. I loved it. But go ahead. What what would you leave us with uh, on tonight? Thank you. Thank you. That's so crazy, Lady <laughs> Jacobs, that you was over there listening to my podcast. I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> um, yeah, the episode is called Pink Slip um, and the podcast is called Purpose Potential Podcast. But um, I have a mantra and just speaking to, I know a lot of us have, you know, professional pursuits and um, in the in the age of social media, you know, we're, we're all so caught up on what everybody else is doing. But I'll just say the competition does not exist when you align your brand with purpose. Um, it does not exist when you align your brand with purpose. You have a specific place that has already been carved out for you. And your goal is just to focus on getting in alignment so you can find that place. Do not get caught up in traffic, paying attention to what, you know, anybody else is doing. 
whatever they're doing and whatever they're thriving in, what what God gave them and what place what he placed inside them is what's allowing them to thrive in that. You can't duplicate that, but you can be equally as impactful and equally as effective with what God told you to do. And also don't get caught up in um, comparing callings. You know, like when we think about the idea of being the body, body of Christ, you know, okay, somebody is the fingers and somebody is the knee, but both are essential. Everybody's an essential worker. So it doesn't matter if God sent them there and sent you here, you are playing a very significant part. Um, I think if we took more pride in the things that God called us to do, um, you know, it, it would it would even empower us a little bit just to walk it out um, every day. You do not just have to be on camera and on screen and call to the nations to be effective, to be impactful. Yeah. It, you, whatever God created you to do is worth so much. And don't put weight, weighted degrees of it um, in your eyes and, you know, if you if you are looking to what somebody else is doing and, and trying to you know emulate or duplicate that you will never be ahead of them if you're taking cues from your peers you you can never surpass you can never um you know be number one and i, I read this book and it was like who remembers number two yeah. so just commit to being number one by committing to your own purpose and by just assigning the value to it that god gave to it when he when he created you and put you on that. Last thing I'll say, um, success is the least of your worries when you're on God assignment. Um, sometimes I feel like we can be so caught up in, you know, just being successful and being this and being that, like if God doesn't miss and his word is a hundred percent guarantee and he is his word and we're operating and functioning in alignment with him, like, we got 99 things to figure out. Success isn't one because God ain't a send off. And why would he create us to fail? <laughs> so sometimes when we can just like really back up out of that to say, okay, if God hasn't released me to do this, then I mean, it ain't time because I'm on his assignment. How can I tell him when to put me in the game? So just rest in whatever season God has you in, as we you know talked about today, understanding that Every season has its purpose and it's working toward the, the whole collective um, picture and just pursue that excellence on every level, pursue alignment at every turn. Awesome. Awesome. I was about to end, but I got to say this because <laughs> when you said, um, I mean, really just speaking to uh, the power of, of the second man and, and, the, and not having to be in the limelight. Um, because many people equate uh, success and people, you know, effectiveness or walking in their calling uh, with being in the limelight, right? But there is power in embracing the second man or the person that is not in the limelight. I'm one that does not like the limelight, but God has called me to it obviously with the, you know, with the position that I hold. I mean, so I had really no choice in the matter. Um, but but it, it wasn't something that I prayed for or desired or wanted. I actually preferred and still prefer to be in the background. 
And so we have to stop seeing purpose as limelight. Everybody Mm. is not to reach the masses. We have a generation that thinks that all purpose is, is lights, camera, and action. God still needs people to feed the homeless. Yeah. (laughs) And embrace that as our purpose. He still needs people to be in in prison ministry, uh, to open up the shelter, you know, and not necessarily be seen in order to say that you're working uh, in your purpose or you're fulfilling your God-given purpose uh, or destiny or assignment. Uh, There is power uh, in embracing uh, the second man. Joseph was the second man behind Mm -hmm. Pharaoh, right? He was the second man. Uh, for a season, you know, and so we we have to make sure that we are not we we don't have the uh, a wrong definition or understanding of what success is and what it really means to uh, walk in purpose because it's not everybody's purpose to uh, to reach the masses, right? For those, God bless you that it is, but it, that doesn't mean that you're less effective or uh, that you are not called by God to do what you're doing because you're not doing it the way that somebody else is or on the stage that somebody else is on. And like you said, every every part, we, we need every part of the body, every thing uh, is essential. And that's why, you know, even during this time with church and COVID, we have these essential workers that come to church every Sunday and the non-essential, you know, bringing that separation, it can sometimes uh, cause a little bit of confusion because we are all really essential in the body of Christ. Yes. We're all necessary. We're all needed uh, in the body of Christ. And so my lasting words is we, we must be intentional about walking in our purpose and fulfilling our purpose. That is this series, The Intentional Woman. And so that we can provide our contribution uh, to the earth so that we can be our most powerful and effective selves. Somebody type that in the comments, help me to be my most powerful and effective self. And so that is the end of the third episode of season two. Thank you all so much for joining the All That I Am podcast. Thank you to our guest, Mrs. Asia Kareen. You are amazing as I knew you would be. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom on tonight. We will be back on Friday, February 26th at the same time. Normally we come on every second and fourth uh, Friday. Uh, But we're going to skip the second Friday of February due to Valentine's Day. And so we'll be back on on Friday, February 26th um, in the same place. Do me a favor and follow our guest, Asia Kareen. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you, Asia? Yes. um, Instagram, Facebook, um, Asia Kareen. I'm on Twitter. I am um, not so present on Snapchat, um, YouTube, but pretty much um, all your social media platforms at Asia Corinne or at Asia Corinne the brand. Awesome, awesome. And also, if you would like to be a blessing to her, uh, we do have uh, her electronic way of giving. Um, if the Lord has placed something on your heart to uh, share, uh, to give uh, to her because of the wisdom that she has uh, given to us on tonight. It definitely uh, is worth uh, more than money can buy and give. Um, But I encourage you, we did put that uh, in the comment section. Let's put that again so that the people can see it readily available. 
uh, and if you would be a blessing to our guests on tonight. This is a free podcast, uh, but I appreciate everybody that comes and shares uh, their time, their wisdom. They could be doing a million other things, but I appreciate them for sharing with us on tonight. So if you all could do me a favor and be a blessing to her, that would be great. And so uh, to stay up to date with my latest blog, advertisement opportunities, please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to uh, my website. If you haven't already, there is a section to submit questions. Uh, if you have questions that you want me to answer uh, in our hot topic section uh, and in our let's just be honest uh, segment, hit us up. Uh, and do me a favor, uh, while you're there, go ahead and give us a review on one of our various outlets. Until next time, ladies, remember, we are intentional women intentionally walking in purpose. Have an amazing night and see you next time.